Hey everyone, welcome back to Spiritual Side Note today. Uh, we've had a couple weeks off, mm-hmm. um, different things going on. I was traveling a lot um, and we kind of like blew up our house in, in some ways. Well, okay, so lightning blew up the tree next to our house and therefore we had to take down a tree and there's just a lot happening the last couple weeks. Um, I know excuses, excuses, but um, we're ready to jump back in for this week. Excuse me. So today we are going to be having a conversation around managing stress. Um, There's been a lot going on, as I just said, and uh, both at home and at work and even some with kids and things like that. It's just been um, a lot. And so Haley and I recognized this week that, um, at least for me, that I haven't been managing stress extremely well and trying to figure out how to do that well and um yeah so we're just gonna have a conversation around it kind of as we're in the middle of it yeah so we don't have a lot of answers um i was actually trying to think does the bible actually speak to stress obviously it speaks to worry but i was trying to think of or is there a difference between stress and worry hmm I mean, no specific verse with the word stress and it comes to mind. But I definitely don't even have remotely close to like a majority of scripture memorized. <laughs> I also think there um, is a potential of like, depending on how words were translated, like mm. maybe there are nuances in words that... W- weren't translated into the English word stress that mean this similar, same-ish yeah. kind of thing. But I, I do sense in at least my own experience and experiences in other people's lives that anxiousness and worry typically are coupled with stress. Hmm. Um, partially because when I'm at peace, I'm not necessarily stressed. Because when I'm feeling anxious or worried... And I allow that to become what I'm living in is when I become stressed, whether it's I want to control something or don't know how to um, uh, maybe process well out loud what's going on in my head with Jesus or allowing him to speak to me first. I'm trying to, you know, like prioritize or plan out my whole day or week or month or honestly, I think there's a lot um, that can cause stress or we allow to stress us out when things interrupt our plans, whether that's on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Like a lot of the house stuff that's been going on for us, like taking down a tree, but then you have to clean up that tree. And then we had an amazing friend who helped with it, but it tore up our lawn in like massive ways in our neighbor's lawn. So now we have to fix that. And um, like just quote, little things that if we're not at peace can like tip you into this place of like, oh my gosh, what now? Um, So just allowing our surrendered selves to be before God, remembering he's in control and has all authority and he'll provide what we need. I think that is an example of peace. And therefore, even when things can feel heavy or excessive or coming out of nowhere, that there can be a peace in the midst of the temptation to feel stress. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure how anyone else experiences stress, but mm. typically stress for me is a sin because I'm trying to control something or I feel frustrated something isn't going my way. 
um, because it's usually coupled with anxiety and me trying to like do it all myself or be good enough or the um, feel- you would say for you the feeling of stress is an indication of sin in your life is that what you're uh I guess that's kind of what I'm saying that hmm. you because usually when I'm operating out of stress because there's a difference between feeling something and then um living in that right mm. like I can say like wow, I feel angry right now mm. but I don't have to scream or yell at anybody right there is a surrender of that feeling and acknowledging that it's real um but at least in my life I sense typically when I'm feeling overwhelmed or feeling stressed it's because I've allowed something to take the place of Jesus first in my life hmm. um whether that's um frustration that I'm not getting time in the word first thing in the morning the way I want because my kids wake up or typically my expectations of myself, my life, or what I think people expect of me have taken over what God really has for me. Hmm. Um, yeah, because then it, that kind of then parses out into me trying to do the things I think are expected of me or that I expect of myself. Mm-hmm. So It's just interesting that you word it that way because I think we would probably say very similar things. I think for me though, the way I would say it is that stress can lead me to like sinful things as far as like Mm. trying to control or idolize or, um, try to do it all myself, um, and act in pride, right? Like that, Mm -hmm. those things, but the feelings of stress, I feel like it's just an indication of the pressures around me of what's happening. And right now the season of stress I feel like I'm in is everything feels like it's compiling at one time. Um, you know, there's a lot happening in a six week time frame, Um, and from like all different areas and avenues, both physical and emotional and conversational, relational, right? Like it just feels like there's um, a number of things are just, um, colliding. So like we had, um, and perfect example, our kids were sick this week, earlier this week. And so you weren't able to go to the next gen meeting on staff. And, um, we talked through the different qualifications of a leader outlined in Timothy. And, um, you know, one of the questions that we were asked was like, what, um, which area do you feel like you're struggling with? And I said, right now it feels like temperate. Like, I feel like I'm more of an emotional roller coaster right now that I'm not kind of steady. Um, so I feel like that stress is the feeling of those things. Um, but yeah, it, I, it can lead or it can cause me to enter into a place of control or, mm. or, or whatnot. But I don't feel like for me that stress is sin but it is an indicator of being stretched thin where temptation could possibly Mm. be stronger um and uh and creep in a different way Mm. because like my guard's down because i'm stretched thin stress wise Mm. interesting yeah i'll be paying closer attention to that in my life because to my memory when i experience stress i I feel like it's usually the tip of the iceberg that's showing me that there's like 90% under the water Mm, that's already kind of taken over. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think, um, because I know we've talked about this, so um, why do you think for you when you're stressed you go to try and take control? I actually think they feed into each other. I think me trying to control creates stress, and Mm. I think when I feel stressed I try to control because it's a coping mechanism. Um, Is it, though, that, like, 
you want to control because you think controlling a situation can manage it and therefore decrease your stress? Mm -hmm. Or is it so subconscious you're not even sure? Um, I think there are many reasons. It's mostly subconscious because it's something I've struggled with the majority of my life. I think it's hugely tied at some of the base roots of it to trying to be good enough. Or Mm. um, like if you can control a situation, you're God, right? Mm -hmm. It goes back to the lie from the beginning of sin. (laughs) Like, like, did God really say that, Eve? He just doesn't want you to be like him. Trying to be the God of my own life. Like, whether it's protect myself or make something make sense or, like, it'll be easier for me if these things fall into this order. I don't know. It is, it's one of the deepest cycles of sin in my life though mm. it's like trying to control things and situations and getting frustrated when I can't that then actually tips me into like other coping mechanisms but like an eating disorder was all control based felt like I couldn't control the world around me or our marriage or um, the situations we were in so like I can control how much food I eat or what my body looks like kind of you know like there's There's still a lot I'm discovering about that, I think. Um, But I actually went into a season of life where I needed to not try to figure out why. And I just needed to replace it with letting God be in control Hmm. and practicing surrender and peace and allowing him to teach me self-control without really controlling myself or controlling everything around me. Um, And maybe he'll reveal to me more about why I struggle with control or what it's all linked to. But a part of me struggling with control is figuring it all out Hmm. and like making it make sense. So I just had to let, let all the understanding go for a while and Hmm. choose peace instead. But, um, full disclosure, like I, for about as long as I can remember, like when I experience stress, I don't cope with it well. Hmm. Um, like I usually would react out of like anger or rage or frustration or eventually like self-harm in some ways um an eating disorder became a part of that or then I try to like just keep doing things to like keep things picked up or managed um so I go through seasons or I have over the last years where I handle stress quote better because I've practiced with the grace of God and the Holy spirit to be more at peace and in surrender to like who the Lord is and what he has for me instead of what I think Hmm. he has for me or what I think my life should look like. But I definitely, um, like over the last few weeks, it's weird. I feel like I've, um, mostly been at peace, but I have these profound moments of where I feel super stressed all of a sudden and I don't react well in those moments specifically to the kids because they're typically around and making it harder to pack up and move out of our house so we can Hmm. have work done on it. Um, And yet while we were away from the house, because this is when Shay was out of town, I felt super at peace and was totally fine. But trying to move back into the house was like that part I had so much help with, which was incredible. And like one of our friends kept our kiddos overnight. So me and some friends could work late on getting the house put back together. Um, But trying to clean up the cottage where we were staying, and as soon as I put something away, the kid's getting it out. Or, like, I just felt stressed. Instead Mm -hmm. of, like, 
just letting it be what it was, but I was trying to get the kids back at a certain time. Like there's just something about the constraints of time too, Mm. that I'm learning about where I want to live in Kairos time, like God's time and allow things to be okay and not perfect and left undone if needed. And there's sometimes I do great with that around our own place. And sometimes I don't, but when it's someone else's space and I want to bless them for blessing me, like allowing me to stay there and like, keep it clean. Like, Finally, had to go buckle the kids into the car and finish because it just felt like I was, yeah, I just felt like I was losing my mind, like Mm -hmm. trying to clean up and get us out of the house so I could drop the kids off and come back home. But then there's the part of like I asked for the work to be done on the house where you were gone so that you could come home to it done. Um, And I had so much amazing help in doing that. But then I had this expectation of like, I wanted everything put back together like for you so you didn't have to do anything and you didn't have that expectation. But when I started writing those things into the story, it created more stress. And mm-hmm. so I ebb and flow. Like I feel like there are times where I actually like, I don't want to invite Athelia into things like mm-hmm. helping me cut up fruit to dry because it just gets messy and gross and whatever. Um, and the controlling part, of me that I've had to surrender over and over again. is like, just don't even tell her you're doing it. <laughs> but then the like, no, a part of me learning to be at peace and experience something outside of my control is to on purpose, invite my kids into those spaces and let it take time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I then like pendulum swing 10 minutes later and then like frustrated that she spills something because it's harder on me. Like yeah. I just feel like I'm a pendulum in this season of time where there is more stress than there has been for a while and I've just physically not been as well like the last few weeks I've just felt like um some of it's just been colds and whatnot that are normal but some of it I've genuinely felt uh, a spiritual oppression physically manifested like just things that aren't normal that have been happening to me like kind of all at once that are like man this just it just feels like paired to obedience and surrender like it's just been a it's just been a trying season in a different way hmm. and I haven't been reacting consistently well in the midst of feeling like there's a lot going on because I want to do it all well and I have to surrender that again and again that God doesn't expect me to be good enough or perfect because I can't be because Jesus is already that yeah yeah hmm. how do you sense you react to stress when you're not healthy versus healthy. Hmm. So I feel like I've been handling this season of stress better um, than I would have two, four, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of like you said earlier, I didn't think about this until you just said it, but like I don't know that I've ever really handled stress well. Um, so while I feel like I'm growing, I don't think that I'm good at it or, um, that I even do it well. I might do it better than, than other days. Um, and the difference that I feel is, um, I think it's a, a sense of like releasing some of the outcomes of things, um, either outcomes or timelines that, like with home projects, I feel like I've been able to release a little bit of timelines, but then like we have to like close the pool before winter. That's a timeline that like, no, we don't know when winter's coming. Right. Um, but like I have to get it closed and buttoned up before winter comes. Um, or we have an event 
for student ministries that's a timeline there's a deadline for that to come so those things i have to release more of the expectation of the outcome without sacrificing like working hard like it's not that i become lazy and give up on things and say ah it's whatever whatever it is is whatever it is i mean obviously yes whatever it is in the moment is whatever it is because you can't turn back time but like that's to me that's a a cop out Mm. um if god's asking you to do like to focus somewhere else to say hey like this thing that you've done whether a home project or work project or whatever like this thing is it's good enough you don't have to analyze or overanalyze and go over it again um and go for some sense of perfection that you've conjured up in your mind of what that means right like no it's it's good and you need to focus your attention somewhere else so releasing that expectation mm-hmm. um and uh trying to let go of those things but like the reason i say i don't feel like i've I've ever handled it well is usually I let it affect my emotional state. Um, and like, I don't, um, you know, I've heard it preached on a couple different times, but talking about how the idea of emotions aren't good to make decisions out of, but they're good Mm -hmm. indicators about, um, uh, pointing to what you're kind of going through or experiencing. Um, and usually when I'm really stressed, I just let my emotions, um, Mm -hmm. not necessarily run wild, but kind of close to that. Um, I usually take things more personally and get more defensive when I'm stressed because it's like I'm, I'm have so many things to do or I'm stressed out about what I'm doing that if somebody critiques it, Mm -hmm. then that's more time, right? Like I don't have time to adjust to the critiques, even if it makes it better. Like I don't feel like I have time because I'm such a tight time crunch that like anything like that kind of throws me off or I become defensive and I just like, I make excuses for why it is the way it is when really it's probably, I don't feel like I have the time or the energy to make the right adjustment or whatever the case may be. So, um, I feel like a lot of times, um, it's my emotional state, but the reason I feel like it's been better this time was I feel like I lasted longer at a more steady (laughs) emotional Mm. state or the ups and downs weren't as severe and extreme. Um, but this week it really all culminated, um, in a new way of just like, um, just feeling things more aggressively. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't remember getting super defensive this week. I don't remember. I totally might have. Um, but I've definitely been way more like just Mm -hmm. kind of emotional, like, um, and, and reacting or overreacting. So, um, I don't like, you know, I feel like the quote unquote answer to, relieving stress is that idea of like giving it to God, right? Like releasing that control, whether it's timeline and expectation, whatever. Um, But a lot of times there are things that just like have to be done. Like, even if you look like go back to agrarian culture of biblical times, right? Like they had to plant in a certain season. And like, even the proverb says, those who don't, um, those who don't plant in season won't reap a, a harvest at its due time or something to that effect, right? Like there are times, there's times where it is more busy or stressful where things have to happen in a certain timeline. And like, that's okay. But, um, so the answer is like, give it to God. But on the flip side of that, like he also gave us responsibilities and roles. And so it's like, that's a, that's a hard balance to figure out. Like, what does it practically look like to give things to God and to surrender things and let go of things? And, um, you know, I shared on the concept of, of uh, peace um, to our students a little over a month ago. And um, 
just shared the passage that talks about um, not worrying. Don't don't worry about anything. But the passage says, but through prayer uh, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And I just thought that that was like so important, the with thanksgiving. And so like even in the stress, like being thankful, um, if you're stressed at work, being thankful that there's a, a job that... Um, you have that provides things or if you're stressed at home being thankful that there's a home to do projects with or or whatnot and and that can that almost feels like it doesn't translate right like maybe you have a family member who is um in the hospital right now and it's like well what what can i be thankful for and it's it's hard to say it like because i don't know how i'd react in that situation um but like being thankful for the time that you have had with a family member and like continue to pray for their, their healing. Um, but it, that, that part's so hard of like, how do I release stress? What does this practically look like while giving the outcome to God, but understanding that there's a role that I play in this. Um, and actually that kind of speaks to a quote I heard, not a quote. I was, it was a preacher I heard a week and a half ago and, um, he was sharing, he's like, we need to stop saying that, um, that student, he was talking about student ministry in particular. He's like, we need to stop saying that like God has a per or God has a purpose for your life. Um, I'll have to go back and re relook at that because that doesn't sound quite right. But what he was getting at was like, it's not about the student. Mm -hmm. We have a part to play in the plan of God's life. Maybe that's what it was. God has a plan for your life. And it's like, no, we just have a part in God's plan. Yeah, um, and so like even surrendering that, that I'm not the ultimate here. Like I'm mm -hmm. just a part of a much larger story of, of reconciliation that God's orchestrating um, and trying to weigh and outweigh the, the temporal with the eternal too. Like if I'm getting really stressed over physical things that don't matter to eternity, like how do I balance that while understanding again, there is this call to cultivate the earth. Like God gave us that call. And so like, how do I cultivate things around my home, providing the, the home for my family, like taking down a tree because it's a safety hazard. Right. And like managing the taking down and clean up of that but also cultivating the relationships with you and with Athalia and Hagen, like that's a hard balance. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know that anyone has it figured out, right? Like there's not a patented answer that says do A, B and C, um, but it's learning to, learning what your stress triggers are, learning what healthy coping mechanisms are for you, learning to ask for help. In America, I would say there's two things. We um, are always busy and don't have time and run at a fast pace. Um, to an unhealthy extent, and we really struggle to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And so I think asking for help is um, is crucial, too, in, in those seasons as well. Um, yeah. Share the the saying from, was it Swaziland about America, mm -hmm. about time? Yeah, Lisa said, I think I've said this on a podcast before, but that <laughs> last time I tried to say this, <laughs> I said it the same way twice. Yeah. I mean, and, technically, you said it two different ways, but it meant the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That in America, we have <laughs> all the watches in no time. <laughs> and then what I repeated was, we have no time in all the watches <laughs> or something like that. So in America, we have all the watches in no time. In Swaziland, they have all the time in no watches. Hmm. And it's powerful and actually... I met with a friend for lunch 
not that long ago, and I think I think it was at this lunch meeting, or maybe it was Ryan. It's probably Ryan. Talked about how the introduction of the watch, however many years ago, did to society then what social media is doing for us now, where it like sped up time almost, mm. where it was like. We know things that we shouldn't know because now we're staying up past when the sun goes down because we have electricity or then we like know like time and how to get to this place in this amount of time. Like it, it almost pressurized things Mm -hmm. and the idea that like God created time with no watches except nature, Mm -hmm. the rising and the setting of the sun, Yeah, get up and go to sleep. Um, and actually, I think some of that is probably even intermixed with the rest of God, the, the book I'm reading by Mark Buchanan right now, um, which then totally signifies to me that Ryan would be the one that said this because he just finished this book too. Um, but that there's just this like breakneck pace because we have the access to all of these things. Um, and I think we are more stress trying to get more done in a period of time because people have access to our lives through social media. It has to look a certain way or we feel like we have to do a certain something to be important and all of these things that really like I operate with watches because I have to because I live in a culture that does and if I don't show up to a meeting well actually now I get text messages like Haley where are you? (laughs) What? That was today? Um, But God is really teaching me a lot about his time. And then I do live in a culture that operates with watches. So this surrender of making time my own is a part of living in general, but specifically in in this culture where we operate by time all the time and how much can we squeeze into a short period of time that when I start operating that way, because I have the majority of my life, like I want to get everything done as fast as possible. Like I remember in elementary school trying to write my notes as quick as possible because I wanted to be the first one done. Hmm. Why? I don't know, but I was already living at this breakneck pace of wanting to do as much as possible in as short of time as possible because somehow to me that meant I was good at something because mm-hmm. I just wanted to be good enough. I wanted to like feel like I was the best at something, um, but it, it began a pattern in my life where like time was chronos, like this is the amount of time I have, I have to get it done, mm-hmm. as opposed to Kairos time, kingdom time, that's God's time. It's his time and he'll tell me what to do with his time which is like be at this meeting until I tell you to leave or have a conversation right now, even though it's going to interrupt your day. This is a part of what I have for you because my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. And by the way, my plan is not your plan because it's not about us. I think whoever said that was right on. Like we, even in our culture, we make it about us and how like God has something for us. Actually, like we exist for him. So, um, I don't know, I feel like I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but there's just a, I'm learning a lot about time. And as I'm learning that, it's highlighting where stressors come from because it's often when I want to get a certain amount done in a certain amount of time. Um, because to me that means something or I think it's what's expected of me or it's what I expect of myself. I, I'm sure there are actually several reasons all culminating that really ultimately comes down to I haven't surrendered that to Jesus um, or even thinking Jesus expects a certain timeliness from me but um, in this same book the rest of God he was talking I mean it's all about time 
the Sabbath time, God's time. And that it's not just a day, but a posture of your heart that's surrendered to God all the time. And he said, I've never heard anyone say at the end of their life that what they regret is they wish they would have rushed more. Hmm. They typically regret like not slowing down and being present, creating memories with their kids or family members, loved ones. Um, but we live at a rushed pace and it creates stress and it's actually physically killing us. It creates all these hormones inside of us that our bodies aren't meant to deal with at that pace. Like it, it can physically make us ill. And or it can, for that prolonged yeah, amount of time. Right, yeah, right, right. Um, it's meant for like a working out or like running when you need to get away from something, <laughs> right? Like there's, but we live under it all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, there are moments when like there are seasons, you know, like when a crisis happens and that needs to kick into gear. But when we live that way all the time, our bodies aren't meant they're made to do that. That's part of rest is to like restore us. But, um, yeah, we, I think it, I think it all is meshed together. I think our world is stressed, anxious, fearful, like they all just kind of like go together. Hmm. So, well, maybe one final thought Mm -hmm. that I just had. Um, to share would be like so the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart soul mind and strength Mm -hmm. and as I think about stress I think of um, the mind the mind racing and so maybe it's determining for each person like what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all of your mind Um, Mm -hmm. and I think for me in those moments when my mind is racing when I'm trying to piece it all together or make sure I have all the data or have a plan in place, like just pausing saying like, got to give you my thoughts mm-hmm. and just like stopping before I snowball too mm-hmm. far. Um, and just looking or paying attention, I should say to the times when my mind is racing and what does loving the Lord with all my mind look like? Cause if it's, if everything I'm racing for is just trying to get things done for, my timeline, my schedule, my accolades, my event, my whatever, like, then that's not a surrender to be living in a way that's such to glorify God and who he is. Um, and so, yeah, maybe that's just like one thing for me to be, to do or pay attention to. It's just like when I sense the racing happening to stop and just have that moment of surrender those those thoughts but that's good well thanks everybody for uh jumping back in with us this week it's been good to hang out with y'all so yeah any last thoughts from you over there Haley cut off half of her hair it's kind of crazy is it really that much no i mean mean, it's like like, it's like at my shoulders is it really that much i feel like it was that long yeah I don't know. My friend Elizabeth does my hair, and I was like, I like the picture in the bathroom. <laughs> she goes, let's do it. <laughs> so she did. Anyway, so yeah, you can't see me, but if you know me now, you know. Now you know. Now you know. Well, well have well. a good week, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye.